0: Zach, good day. How are things?
1: I'm testing out my Miss America uh, pageant wave. I always wonder why they do it like that. I don't know. Things are good. Things are great. Things are grand. B. You?
0: Life is good. I uh, always something always something going on. Ooh. Never a dull moment. But yeah, life is Ooh. good. Eight
1: what's What's fresh terms. on the mind right
0: now? uh fresh off of the advanced aircraft summit that was taking place last night in richmond i had no idea that um is it called aas
1: it's, it's got to be an acronym yeah
0: yeah yeah yeah, yeah. It. it's uh yeah it's a it's it's for those that aren't aware i mean there is wow there is a lot that is a big big space that is um uh, i knew that it was big and i knew that we had a lot of that down in this area but when you had something at the state level, uh, mm-hmm. that brought in, I mean they gosh, at the event last night, there must, I think they're expecting like six, 700 people. The governor spoke for a few minutes talking about it, but, uh, yeah, interesting stuff. A lot of changes on the horizon with new technologies with the electrification and uh, short takeoff and landing and a lot of, a lot of interesting things.
1: So for us idiots out there that don't know that would we, are we just talking about drones? Is that really what it is, uh, is it uh, well so we're
0: talking that? yeah it's more than that i mean so moving um moving like a nine passenger smaller type of aircraft that can take off and land like on the size of a stalker field so uh, or they could transition a uh, the top deck of a parking garage into a, a landing area for these essentially vertical takeoff and landing aircraft so you could go like McLean to DC or McLean to New York city. And it would really solve a lot of traffic uh, challenges. Interesting stuff.
1: Was anyone there with like something like a skateboard that like a one person could like fly on about three to five feet in the air? (laughs) You know, something like that. Cause I'm, I don't know. I think that's what, uh, you know, we talk about these new Apple glasses (laughs) and I don't know what the adoption is on those things. But I think that the skateboard hovercraft thing would get a little bit more uh, yeah. adoption rate than those things. And I think people would pay $3,500 for one of those things. I think I would, that would be pretty, pretty yeah. bad. Yeah, good stuff. You know what I'm talking about, Georgia. You want one of those too. Uh,
2: I don't know, I want all that traffic above my head and uh, people are crazy on a road.
0: Yeah, right. I mean, the good thing is, at least with that, I mean, like like they have like eight eight propellers or rotors. So there's a l- little bit of redundancy that's there, which is a good thing. But I'm with you, Georgie. I, I, uh, like when you start trying to defy laws of physics, yeah, that's when there's a little bit of concern. And you don't necessarily want parts falling off, off of aircraft. And uh, that could be not so good. See, I feel I old even saying this. Parts.
2: Wait, wait, wait. I don't worry about parts <laughs> or things coming down. I don't <laughs> worry about pilots up there. People, crazy people who all of a sudden right. feel like they're flying. Yeah, and they're like, this is my right of way, and I'm going to like go this way because that's the way I want to go.
1: Yeah, well, but it's already, yeah. Ha- that already that already happens. There, there is like, so the, bird, the bird scooters and the lime stuff in Norfolk. Like, I feel right. like an old man just talking about this, but I'm like, right. how not are they not backyard? <laughs> you no,
2: know, that's going to be like above your head,
0: right? No,
1: make them fly at 100 feet, and if they drop, they drop.
0: <laughs> yeah i don't know what the yeah the altitude is much lower than um is lower i don't know it, it is very interesting and it's a big big business
1: so this is the first time you guys have officially met this is exciting times
0: i i always enjoy shows that uh with new people i i, do, I, I love learning new things about and uh, just sounds like you it seems like you have a lot going on and you're really involved in the community so i'm Looking to learn a thing or two, Georgie.
2: Oh, we're all going to learn. We're learning from each other. <laughs> we're learning from Andrew. Zach.
0: Yeah. Zach's and the I one who wrote the book. This is so the first time proud. we've had an architect on uh, on the show too, I believe. Oh,
2: no, that is special. <laughs> architect- 100,
0: 100, took 196 episodes for this to happen.
2: Yeah, architecture is really special.
0: It is a lot more involved than I ever imagined. Like I had, Zach, have you ever seen like a like a true, uh, like a an architectural package that has to be submitted for like a new building to be, yeah, I mean, it is.
1: All of wow. the, the blueprint stuff and all that craziness. Yeah, yeah,
0: it is really, really, talk about attention to detail and in depth to levels that I had no idea. Every. And that's the result of like
2: a very big, big process that you don't really see.
0: Like I couldn't imagine, like uh, what, how, how big something would be from like a New York City skyscraper type of standpoint. I, I, oh my goodness, that would be what a what a project that would be. What, what what is what's your sweet spot for projects that you work on?
2: Um, we're we're small firm, so of course we don't do skyscrapers. <laughs> and honestly, I don't know that I would like to do a skyscraper.
0: Mm. I don't
2: know. Yeah, unless I was like zaha hadid with like could get really creative and stuff um but we do we do we do restaurants in the area we've done several restaurants in the area and then those are fun um we've done um a lot of industrial and honestly because you're in this area we do a lot of department of defense
0: mm.
2: and uh, i'm doing some consulting work on the airport talking about airports and airplanes did you know that for the longest time there was a lot of talk about this airport could not expand because there was no space for a runway, but as you said, planes now don't need the longer runways to land. So now actually our airport doesn't need a longer.
0: Runway. I, I I think that in today's uh, headlines was Norfolk Airport was seven hundred million dollar uh, expansion.
1: Yep. Is it that busy?
2: It's. Yeah, it's getting very busy. Yeah.
1: I heard that um like the the Vegas airport this week, there is no capacity for any more planes. uh like, I, not well, a I, private jet, not everything is sold out. Like the airspace is completely sold out. Apparently is it is own. a zoo there. Everything is like like the normal hmm. menu prices, they've they've taking those prices off and like put tape over them. And they have new prices. Stuff was like eight, sixteen hundred $1,600 a night. So I wonder how much a hamburger is. bonkers. Yeah, yeah. Crazy, airport. crazy airport. Hamburger. Crazy airport, hamburger. That is a wild airport. It's cool, but it's crazy to just knowing the airspace like that, the sewer ball, wow. whatever. But so Norfolk, I always like Norfolk's airport because it's easy to get in and out of. And you can, you know, if you got a 6 a.m. flight, you can get there at 529. Get through yeah. the, the checkpoint. I mean, it's it's great. It's probably so, uh,
2: going to change though as it's growing. But ugh. I know, I know, it's very Boy. sad. But but it will never be LaGuardia. Okay.
1: I don't think I've ever flown through there just because of really? the nightmares
0: that I've heard. Oh um,
2: mm. yeah, actually, they just renovated. Apparently, somebody said that it's actually quite nice now.
0: Yeah, they they've invested a few billion dollars into mm-hmm. uh, that. A uh, huge huge construction mm-hmm. stuff going on there. So is this your first airport?
2: Um yeah, but well we've done work for you know, in airports as far as hangars and things like that, but we're not doing any of the design. We're just doing like consulting and some okay. QA, QC type stuff. So yeah. Getting it's, it's very involved. It's like gosh, all of the different things that you have to keep in mind. Delivery of luggage, you know, luggage, conveyor belts, all those things we yeah. discussed and worked at and how people get in and out, and
0: I love watching. Like when you're, I don't really like it when you have to wait to taxi into your gate, but mm-hmm. I do, I do like to watch all the moving parts and pieces uh, that that take place on an airport. I mean, from like restocking the food to refueling the plane and all the luggage and passengers, it is really quite it's amazing a busy operation. Yep,
2: yep, yep, yeah. No, but so anyway, so we and we've done several restaurants that you guys probably know, actually. Well, we did sushi in town center, which has been around for a while, but we've done um, in Suffolk, quite a few in Suffolk. More towards your end of the world, Zach, no longer living in Norfolk, um, but we've done Cork and Bull in uh, at Summit Point.
1: That's, our that's in the Dollar Tree um, downtown thing, yeah. Tim. Oh, I don't know okay. if you've actually ever been over there. I mean,
0: no,
1: I the food on that block. I, people think I'm crazy when I say this. The food on that block might be the best food mm. in a block in the region. Wow. Herb one block. Yeah. Like it's really good. Um, they got wow. Luce two, mm. Luce Segundo, which is unreal food.
2: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then
1: that other place, what's it called Cork and Bull.
2: Yeah.
1: It's a steakhouse and they got, they got some wild, um, some wild food there it's um it's really actually pretty cool because it's it's it is kind of a live work play thing where it's like the people can work from a uh, a dollar perspective which is a great homegrown story Mm -hmm. then there's like this um you know the retail portion of it they got a nice little coffee shop which is always packed the pale horse thing it's crazy and then some good restaurants and then i think they're trying to build out some more stuff in there as well um so got a whole expansion in there a lot of people live in there pretty um Mm -hmm pretty interesting where do these
2: people come from that's what I want to know like there's all of these residential developments happening like in Suffolk and in Chesapeake where do they come from like really do we have that many people that want when I moved
1: here we were market 43 of the entire country that's like the size of the MSA now we're 37
0: yeah and yeah I just had a meeting with someone from uh just relocated here from Springfield Missouri yesterday uh home of the Simpsons yeah, and he's now yeah. So he's now working for Vims with uh, William and Mary. So um, yeah, there's a lot of people moving in, moving to this area for sure.
1: Well, people move a lot of people move here from New York because of
0: yeah taxes are lower.
1: Oh, taxes, no, taxes. okay. Um, snow, like the snow, less snow, <laughs> right? I mean, look, it's already summer. Basically, you know, summer yeah. is basically here.
0: I know. I tell you yeah you know, speaking of like architecture uh, I don't know if either of you have seen the new uh, so if you're on 64 driving from Williamsburg or Richmond south towards the new Newport news train station that's being uh, put oh, in
2: I haven't seen that
0: it's a, it's a really nice piece of architecture I, whoever designed that did a really nice it's very modern looking and uh, You know, Amtrak is doing a lot more business as well. And Mm -hmm. everyone that I have ever talked to just would say, talk about what a pleasant experience it is to take the train from Mm -hmm. our area to Northern Virginia.
2: Yeah. Yeah. When I was in Spain, I did, I traveled by train everywhere. It's just, it's so convenient. It's so nice and you just, you know, you're not sitting there trying to drive and then you can multitask, Zach.
1: Yes, you <laughs> probably can at that point. Like, you know what? So, what, what what got you into this world? Were you just a kid and you were like, oh, I love buildings, or did you like Legos or like Lincoln Logs? Like, what got you into like the whole thing of this? Because, you know, as kids, I think we grow up with those things and we look at some of those stuff. We draw things, we draw houses and stuff right. like that. A- and then maybe for whatever reason that gets put on the back burner and we never think about it again. But 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 with you, you know, you've made a career out of it. What what got you into it?
2: Yeah, and it, it was that I was um, the house that I grew up in. My grandfather was actually um, one of the engineers at the Panama Canal, which probably the only Puerto Rican engineer at the Panama Canal. Like, really? Who else? How did you do that? But uh, so he when the, when they built our house, my dad and his brother and my grandfather, they drew all these floor plans and everything. And I remember as a little girl just going through the floor plans and just being fascinated by it. And then in high school i would just draw i would get you know paper that had the, the squares and i would just draw um floor plans and then see and the thing with architecture is that um one of the things that a lot of people don't know about I me mean, i used to be a dancer also and so um as a dancer you just the way you move through space and the way you you, you feel and you have the sensation of space that's basically what architecture is about. People think architecture is not just the enclosure of the building, it's the space you create. And how do you feel when you go inside these different spaces? So, um, which by the way, is called propriocentric. It's another sense in addition to the five senses. And it's the ability to sense the space around you. So that sometimes you go into a space and you feel like you're being crushed by the space. And then you go into other spaces and you're like, oh, this is like, it makes you look up like old cathedrals in Europe. You know, you go in and automatically you look up, you feel like the dimensionality of the space and your relationship to that space. So I just fell in love with that whole concept of of space. And that's what architecture is. So then um, I got into it. I went to New York, I went to school in New York. I lived in Brooklyn for many years talking about snow as a little Puerto Rican girl. I landed in Brooklyn and had my first snowfall and-
1: But the architecture yes. of Puerto Rico is, is beautiful.
2: Yeah, I, they are, it's very nice.
1: Like old San Juan, yeah, it's like it's inc- oh, it's yeah. it's incredible. Like, I grew
2: incredible. up around there. That's around where I grew up in old San Juan. So I was Like the
1: there. churches there,
2: mm-hmm.
1: like my wife and I went there last year and we yeah. just walked around like an entire day. It's like, it's unbelievable.
2: And they've made and it's very, it really it's very well. Tiny they've too. really kept it. Yeah, well, because it's very medieval. Mm. You know? yeah. mm. It's old Spanish colonial architecture, yeah.
1: And so- It's very beautiful.
0: No, it's, yeah. I would imagine from an architectural standpoint as a firm, once you find your your niche, that you stay within that, I, I, I would suspect that it would be really, really hard to change verticals doing different types of buildings or am I totally you know, off?
2: No, um, I'll tell you, honestly, we, we do pretty much everything except residential. We don't do private residential and we don't do multifamily residential. Those are just two niches. Private residential, people go crazy when they're designing their
0: own house. It's like, yeah, I hear that's just a terrible experience. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, <laughs> no, it's not good.
2: Not good. Unless you have like the right. Just like
0: ridezillas for the home.
2: I, yes. Yes, except that you have two, and then it uh, becomes like a whole power play. Like, oh, no, I want the closet to be three feet longer than you know, whatever. Cool. And yeah, yeah. now nah, it it becomes a whole power play for many people. I mean, I shouldn't generalize, but overall, it's that has been our experience. And then multifamily, there's a lot of some very good architecture firms in this area that that's what they do. And it was sometimes you just have to decide what are what are the battles that I want to fight and that was not one that I was interested in. That was just not a market I wanted to get into. I just, so I just chose not to, yeah.
0: I find the uh, the whole process improvement from architecture just an, a fascinating thing, just like in terms of like how you construct uh, different buildings to be earthquake proof, but uh, fire suppression to, I mean, there's just like just that constant continuous improvement, but yet it takes a long time it, it to, see change throughout uh the the evolution of buildings or spaces that you design i don't, it's just a fascinating thing for me that um the yeah, engineering interesting.
2: you were saying about i, I need to go out to New and take a look at the at the railroad station because honestly for the longest time this area was like bad colonial architecture done it,
0: oh yeah yeah
2: like oh. let's all look like Williamsburg, but let's not get yeah. right. the scale. Yeah.
0: The striker center, boy, that got a lot of headlines for uh for that design for a while and it turned out okay. Yeah. So like when you see cities so so I, I don't think I lived here when this happened, but like I guess
1: downtown Norfolk tore down a lot of older buildings to yeah, put in some new buildings. That was building. very
2: sad. That was very sad. I remember one in particular that was just a really nice building um where the main is now. Um, and oh, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, yeah.
1: I, and, I either lived, I, I either, yeah, I, I remember hearing people talk about that aspect mm-hmm. of it, hmm. but like, so is there a reason why that happens? Is it just about money? Like, because some cities have kept and restored some of their older buildings and stuff like that. Like just generally, why did, why do buildings come down when
2: I think it, it really is a lot of it is about money. Um, there's ways you can save. And actually, talking about the main, they actually save that building that's on uh, Granby, that side. It's they have the restaurant of. Um, the is Market. Mm-hmm. Uh, no, Near no, Hell's, near in Hell's, in Hell's main, Kitchen. In the yeah. main, yeah, across the street from Hell's. Yeah, next door to Hell's Kitchen, around there, um, where there's the Royster that, Building yeah, you now. Yeah, is it? Yeah, and they kept it and they made it part of the main. So uh, one of the restaurants um, has maintained it and it's a beautiful feature. So here you have the contrast of the very modern front facade of the main. And then around the corner, they maintained this old facade and, and used it and left some of the interior spaces kind of like how it was originally. So there's ways of doing it. One interesting thing that's happening now is that with the whole sustainability and green building and all of that, there's the realization that it's a lot better for the environment to just reuse old buildings and upgrade Mm -hmm. them and now the thing is which old buildings are worth keeping and reusing and which old buildings are like oh please just tear it down you know and so that's then that becomes an aesthetics and a marketing and really honestly like a developer money decision But some cities have to
1: approve the look of a building to some extent or can someone come in and be like, I own this land, do whatever I want.
2: It depends. Sometimes you have to go before the architectural review board, depending on the neighborhood, depending. You know, again, we're talking so many different cities and so many different types of projects, but there is such a thing as the architectural review board that you have to submit some things and they can speak to the aesthetics of it. But ultimately, this is America so you, <laughs> make, you, <laughs> pay and you make the decisions
0: right right yeah it's it's interesting just uh just in terms of like uh with the tide the, how much that was just from an engineering standpoint try uh, that the, all the cost overruns because of so, all the old infrastructure that they had to right. work around yeah they tore down well, a lot I mean, of buildings for that too though I think, yeah, I believe so.
2: Yeah, and it, it depends again on the city because some cities will have like historic di- districts. Like I live in a historic district, so there, I'm limited as to what I can do in with my house on the outside. I can do anything on the inside, but on the outside, mm-hmm. you know, there's there's only certain things that I can do. So it's it depends where, you know, what area. Same thing in Old Town, Old Town Portsmouth, which is probably one of the most Historically significant areas in the country that nobody knows about.
1: Yeah, I think what High Street that? down there is like the most underappreciated street in this region. I, yeah, and I think it's and, really and good. Those
2: houses date to the 1700s and they're oh, the yeah. real thing as opposed to Williamsburg, which recreated it. They're not the original buildings. In Portsmouth, it's the real. And because the British invaded Portsmouth and bombed Norfolk north was preserved
0: very wow sad. that's a i i did not know that history that's what that's was fascinating. it the cannonball that's
1: at that church from 1776 yes. that has that's, the old? that was
2: part of it that was part of it so uh, a lot uh, of norfolk was destroyed because they just you know they would hasn't
1: norfolk been rebuilt it? twice right oh, then it's and then it was the norfolk fires
2: oh yeah huh
1: yeah. And so where Waterside is, actually, I even think where like the town point, um, what's that building? What's that street oh, called? The on World the, Trade Center. The Main World street? Trade Center. All those yeah. stuff. I think they built all of that in. And where the Wisconsin was used to be a Budweiser factory in like the 50s. There's some crazy, I think you can find out all huh. this stuff at Slover. I think they have it all. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
0: I really, it's, yeah, it's, I enjoy all the old pictures of downtown.
1: Yeah. But to see some of the things that we had here, like I remember it was Jeff Maisie of Veer Magazine who was like, hey, did you know that when the Wisconsin wasn't here before that, there was a a huge Budweiser factory? And I was like, no. He's like, mm-hmm. oh, yeah, here's this. And I was like, that's cool. Wow. That's
2: amazing. It's pretty cool. Yeah. yeah pretty some cool. of those, they probably had some beautiful warehouses that were either destroyed by you know the British or were torn down when I mean that was what that started happening in Portsmouth until somehow somebody put a stop to it. But that's why there's areas of Portsmouth that, um, of that old town area that are mo- modern, um, because they tore down a lot of the old and they were going to keep going up High Street. And then I don't know, somebody finally said, Time out, you this is not cool, you shouldn't do that. Mm. They stopped it and now they preserved it, and that's why it's such an amazing little area
1: or well, such an old area i mean to have so much history is just
2: yeah
1: it's kind of like duh like of course we're gonna have all this history like this is yeah. we're we're old <laughs> but it's cool to look back and think about it and and that is yeah. that is pretty cool hmm.
0: tim no i so if if you had if you had it your way what what should the city of norfolk do with the macarthur center mall Ooh. Do this don't do this <laughs> I didn't mean to put you on the spot but uh it, it, um, in your dream world what would yeah, you want yeah, to do yeah, yeah. yeah let's put point, point, point that
1: way you know there's
2: there's there's two things that I, two things that I'd like to one thing that I'd like to see in this area now I don't know okay here's the deal I don't know if no, downtown Norfolk or the Greenbrier area would be the ideal, but I would love to see a serious hockey arena. I think oh, wow. that's the sport that this area would totally support and that would kill it if we could get a major oh, team this in hockey.
1: They're renovating that, I just heard. They're not, I heard they just bailed on the Pharrell military circle. Project That arena is now out, and I guess they're renovating the 40, 50-year-old Scope? Something like that? Is that what it is?
2: The thing with Scope is that Scope is such a, from an architecture, it's a historically important building. Should it be an arena? Probably not, but there's, I don't know, it may be a smaller arena. I think some Mm. of what it's being used for, but it's such a cool building. You know, they tore down the equivalent of that in Virginia Beach. Remember? Were you here, Zach, when there was the, um, gosh, I can't remember the name of it, but it was very similar. And I think it was designed by Nervi also. It was like a very world known, famous Italian architect, designed scope. And he also designed, um, was it called the dome or something in Virginia Beach? Mm. And they just tore that one down. Like we were like, what? They did what? So, you know, I feel very strongly that they really do need to preserve um, but uh, you know you we were in brooklyn visiting family recently my husband's family still lives in in, in new york and um
1: pier luigi nervi Ner- something like that yeah yeah hmm. that's yeah. the guy that yeah. designed them okay yeah.
2: and so um do you know the barkley arena like that's like kind of wedged in the you yeah. know it would be interesting about doing something similar in in Norfolk. The problem is that in, in New York, of course, you have the subway, so you don't need people driving in to park and they just can you know, come from all over. And then you just need a small parking for whoever needs it. In, in Norfolk, you would need to provide more, much more parking. But there are a lot of parking garages and things that could be. So that would be an interesting thing to happen at MacArthur. I
1: think it's hard to compare a big city that's super dense, that's used to walking in an yeah. area here where everything has to be Walmart and it's like hey right in front of me I want to be parking right in front of where I see because I think that's the way that people psychologically think it's like I need to see where I'm going and that's why the parking is like I think there's plenty of parking in this region in every single spot or in every single thing people just don't want to walk three or four blocks mm-hmm. six blocks yeah. yeah. when they're just like why do I have to do that when it's like that's very common in other you know very urban places that are very dense you do that but here it's it's the Walmart parking lot effect, where it's and get out, and you know, go, and and so I, I think that's a that's the getting people's mindset to change on that to realize like, hey, like maybe because like I remember people used to like complain about stuff at the Slover that we would do or stuff at even our office on on Grammy Street. There was like there, there's no parking. I'm like, there's literally three parking garages right here. they're right like, Whoa, oh, but, but I meant on the street right in front of you is where Above, I'm, I'm above like,
0: Hatch was above. a parking garage. Yeah, Hatch was a parking yeah. <laughs> garage. So you I just don't, you don't
2: like, understand. They, they've already put in their steps in their right. basement, in their treadmill. So they don't want to walk right. outside.
1: Right.
2: They've already just, walked indoors. That's a, hard,
1: that's a hard thing to get over yeah. in this region Is 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 yeah. people aren't. They haven't grasped that, and but I. But it's I, changing.
2: I, don't, I, don't I really what. think it's changing, Zach. And I, I see oh, the parking it.
1: thing, though.
2: Uh, the walking thing. Okay. good. I think you're seeing a lot more pedestrian in downtown Norfolk. You're seeing. I'm surprised, even though it's so small. But even town center in Virginia Beach, you know, the amount of people that are out there walking their dogs around there and using that little park, Central Park.
0: <laughs> yeah, that, that's that's it's, slowly it's becoming much like more dense. Yeah, Yeah,
2: I was very, I didn't expect that we would ever see people, but there's a lot of pedestrian. And I think it's, I think it's changing. I I really think slowly change, but I remember, you know, like even 10 years ago, I was like, this is not going to happen. But I think it is starting to change. I think as people live closer and then they just, they want to walk to the grocery store, they want to walk, they realize it's a lot easier. But. Although I must say that I was just meeting with, I oh, wait, wait. was at, a, at an event with some people from um, from New York City, and this was, in, I think it was in Pennsylvania, and one of them had taken the car and was hitting all like the TJ Maxx and this and that, and we're going, But there's all those stores in New York. And she was like, yeah, but you don't understand, you, there's no parking in New York, and this way she can like park, get all the junk, and then put it in the car so you know people are people even in new york even the new yorkers were used to walking they still appreciate the ability of having the parking right there and
1: yeah my brother lives in new york they haven't had a car in forever hmm. no, we didn't car
2: until we moved to virginia yeah
1: yeah people don't drive there i don't even know if he has a license anymore i mean who knows
2: yeah
1: wow yeah it's
2: crazy Yeah. You just okay, so an
1: arena or an arena. You said two things an arena, and what was the other thing that you wanted? Well, um... the
2: other thing was I would love to see either there or you know, the um, a hockey. Got it, yeah,
1: I think that that would be
2: awesome and amazing.
1: I'd love an arena to come here. I have thrown my name in the hat to be the oh, the 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 PA announcer. announcer. Oh, that
2: would be be, yes, yeah.
1: Um. You know, let, let let the kid who's been trying to do it for 15 years finally get it. like let us go. I think it'll be a ton of fun. I went to an Admirals game a few weeks ago, and it was done. A, I feel like they've made the experience a lot stronger than it had been in the past. So I was pleasantly surprised with, at that because I've been in the past, and I the experience was just the hockey, which is fine. But yeah. how can they make it an all you know an all inclusive uh, experience? I thought it was was a lot stronger. Georgia, you're extremely involved in the community, um, really trying to help with a ton of organizations, and and really focused on on the growth and, and positivity. Mm-hmm. Is that just something that's just near and dear to your heart? How did how did you get into that? What what's the reason behind it? Because I don't think that people immediately are like, oh, I live here, I should be active in it. Mm-hmm. But you're one that ever since I've known you, and I probably met you through something like that, you you've just been very active.
2: So yeah. Um, you know, I, I pick and choose the different organizations and what I'm getting out of them. Some organizations I do choose because I need to, because of marketing. And um, a few years ago, I realized that um, we had been, we've been in business now for, this year is going to be 31 years. And about 15 years ago, I started going to events and people were like, we've never heard of you. We've never heard the name of your firm. And I was like, this is crazy. So we were like one of the longest. Established businesses in the area that nobody knew
1: who it was. Yeah, and you're 16 at that point Yeah, right.
2: Yeah, and so, you know, yeah And you would think people would know and we had done some known projects but um So the first focus was to get the name out there But then I did get involved for example my involvement in the chamber. It's very interesting I'm not a member of the chamber necessarily for marketing, for me, that's to be able to have a voice in the region, in the growth of the region and getting to know some of like the key people and just having a voice. You know, I'm a Hispanic professional woman in this area. And when I first got here, I was really I was a black swan. There were not a lot of people like me around here. There's a little bit more diversity now, but it's not as diverse. And so I just really felt that it was important that I have a voice and I have a seat at the table. And that's has been my involvement with the chamber is more of a speaking into the community, trying to get things done um, through the, you know, getting involved with the Norfolk Division of the chamber and bringing some change. One of the things that we did which i still look back and i go this was really cool was we were able to i don't know if you remember them um there was some money coming to start um oh what's it called the, the one of the big gyms in in the area it was um like a y that was gonna mm. that
1: the brock At, center
2: the uh yes And so that Brock Center, Norfolk almost lost it to Virginia Beach, like to Chesapeake, like it was this close. And it just so happened that I knew somebody. The McDonald's Guy Foundation's gym. Yeah, and it was with uh, with the Salvation Army. And I had a friend who was on the Salvation Army board, and he knew that I was on the Chamber Division board for for Norfolk. And he said, do you guys realize that you're about to lose this big thing in Norfolk? And we were able to mobilize things and get, you know, facilitate meetings between city council and the board from the, you know, the Salvation Army. And it actually, we made it happen. And that was such a cool thing to be able to be part of that and to help Norfolk and to help the population that the Brock Center is serving in Norfolk. I thought that was just really cool. So that was something that when you have an organization like the Chamber that has a lot of you know people that are in positions of influence in the business community and you work with them then you become a voice that can impact the region so yeah i just i just feel like it's important to have a voice and to speak and to this is where we live
0: yeah you know the- i i must i think i say this every day and now i'm continuing the streak. but i tell everyone that hampton roads is it is the largest small town that you'll probably ever live in. And it's just amazing to be. So many people ask, how do I get connected? It's just like, just get connected. I mean, just jump in and you'll be welcomed. Mm-hmm. And it's amazing. Everybody knows everybody.
2: Yeah. Yeah.
0: And don't burn a bridge because <laughs> everybody knows everybody.
1: Yeah. Right. Yeah. right. That's right. Well, yeah. But then no one could get across the water either. And that would be really
0: a bad Well, no idea. one goes across the water now. It Yeah. Uh, I don't know. I I feel like I cross the bridge channel multiple times a week. But how is uh, how is progress on that thing? Well, I do. I most of the time I take the Monitor Merrimack and then either go through the Midtown or downtown.
2: Me too. I like the Monitor Merrimack, but the activity will will be done eventually one day. The
0: Midtown, the new Midtown, when they
1: renovated that, it is awesome. Oh, it is great. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Don't you feel like you're like in a Star Trek thing?
0: Like, yeah, and I think like that it's
2: the it doors with thy lights and you're going,
1: oh, it's
0: yeah. the thing that I find so funny about the new mid, especially the new midtown tunnel is uh, it's a 35 mile an hour speed limit, but people go 65, 70. Keeps- I mean, it just people just fly through that thing.
2: Well, plus also you come out on the Portsmouth side and it's like this big open expanse. <laughs> <with> like, <laughs> and then you come out in the Norfolk side and you're like, yeah, there's Centara.
0: Right. <laughs> which
1: that that area has just blown up it yeah. really has yeah i didn't go there i didn't drive like that way for like two years during the pandemic and then i remember one time i went down there for something and i was like wow the skyline is completely different
2: like, that, that whole so yeah and wait now yeah it, the whole rail yard your district what's happening there and yeah, yeah. then what's gonna yeah no that huge transformation
0: it's amazing that I guess it's like we're the 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 frog that's being boiled. Uh we don't really notice it but when you really but, but as looking back, uh, we look back wow there's been a Except lot. We're of...
2: not dying, okay?
0: <laughs> we're not going to never heard that
1: it. term either so like Oh really boil the frog? Oh,
2: you've never heard about that?
1: No, yeah. boiling in okay. an egg maybe. No.
0: no,
2: come on Tim, explain to him the
1: frog. <laughs> please, please.
0: Yeah. yeah, so if you that that term because as the temperature rises the frog does not notice the difference in temperature. And uh that's eventually
2: just,
0: Eventually the frog is then cooked. Yeah. When it's much when it's too late. So with us, yeah, we don't necessarily see the change taking place, but as we look back, we're like, wow, the the temperature of that water, or in this case, the landscape of the of yeah. the region has changed quite a bit.
2: No, but it's yeah, like the EVMS, the new EVMS building, the CHKD, those are like beautiful, beautiful. They're
0: really, buildings. really. That's yeah.
2: like yeah, New York level, Chicago level quality architecture.
1: Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. But like from a re- reflection standpoint, like even from just like individuals, relationships, mm-hmm. like I think most people don't reflect and it's or, or or they don't know what to look at. And it's it's like, how do you gauge it? And so to see the boiling of the frog effect of that, I think, is I've never said that. Check that off your bingo card. Um He's <laughs>
2: created a it, monster, Tim. He's now going to use the frog.
1: I'm not, for no, a a one time oh. use. Yeah. Oh. Um, like single use plastics. Um, but yeah, like it's, you know, we look at these things, and Tim and I have been doing stuff kind of in the business community for mm-hmm. 14, 15 years now. And you look at it and you're like, huh. Like, look back. Like, I, 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 I was meeting with someone recently, and, you know, they started their business 10 years ago, and now they're a multi million dollar business. And it's like, I remember when we were having conversations, and you were just like this side project business. And now yeah. look at you, you got, you know, people, dozens of people employees. People used to have to
0: walk through Georgie's kitchen to get to her office. Yeah. Now yeah, look at
1: they and it They did. have to do that. It's it's just crazy. Like you look at it, and it's like, how often can you do do and reflect? And it's like I, I think it's important for people to do. They should do it more often. Documenting when possible is 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 important. It doesn't have to be crazy. It doesn't have to be like Dear Diary, but it it could be something like that. It could be something as as, as simple as you know just. What's well, like a time a time lapse of of a building being built? You know, looking at it. I remember they had that for the main, and it was going up, and it's like that's pretty cool. And seeing those things, like figuring that out from a reflection perspective, I think is is powerful. More more people should do it.
2: Yeah, you know, and business can be business in this region is 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 interesting. I think there was a time where if you were not from this area and connected to you know the good old boys network, it was really hard and I'll say that there are still some cities which shall remain nameless right now. <laughs> That's still the case. But it's changing. It's changing. You know, it's changing in Norfolk. Has I've always felt very welcome in Norfolk, um, as somebody not from the area. Uh, Chesapeake is changing. Um, Suffolk is definite. So I think it is, you, you're starting to see there's, there's an openness. I think a lot of it has to do also with the magic of the port and the realization of what an asset it is and uh, the place that ha- it has gotten from i don't know how miraculously it ended up getting the kind of people that run it that are actually know what they're doing which is <laughs> pretty cool and so people from all over want to be here because it's an efficiently run port and you know just Appreciating what we have, but then also not keeping it for a while, there was this mentality. I think when we first came here of, yeah, this is what we have is cool, but we're keeping it to ourselves. We don't necessarily want you to come and we don't want to share. But now I think there's a sense of this could be a really international hub. And'm you know, I don't know if you guys see it, but I'm seeing no, it I, on the industrial arena
0: I, I, I it's interesting you say that. just. Uh... As I talk to a lot of people that are new to this area, they're always amazed at how accessible everybody is and how many different organizations are accessible. So if you're looking for something, you can find that person really, yeah. really quickly and, and like talk to them and have a meeting and whatever the case is. Whereas you go to some of the bigger cities that are out there, it, they're just you wouldn't even know how or who to even get in touch with. But right. this area, everyone is very accessible. Yeah, yeah, and willing to help, which is
2: uh, I mean, how do
0: people figure that
2: out. sense of being more open? People are just being more willing to be open to,
0: to the outsider to newcomers. You think that's an intentional thing? I think that is, uh, I think it may be left over from like the southern hospitality type of uh mindset.
2: Yeah, I think that's a big part of it. Yeah, hmm. yeah, as opposed to in like. New
0: York, you know, where it's yeah, like very different
1: reserved area. and and protected. Okay, interesting.
0: Well, just said just the hustle, no one's got time to take a meeting because uh, they're they're just hustling from one thing to the next. Whereas
1: I mean, even looking back like 15 years when I got started, it's like, yeah, I was able to like, just somehow contact people and they let me in the door. And it's like, that's thinking about mm-hmm. that. It is interesting, because you're just like, huh, thank you to those people who said yes to a meeting you know it's but i but i think that's what you guys are getting at it's like if you say the right thing you can probably get that meeting Mm
0: -hmm.
1: you think anyone can get a meeting
0: with anyone i think it's i think it's pretty easy
2: it's possible yeah i think you you can because i think ever you the degrees of separation in here are not that big right and so you can always get to the person that knows the person you want to get to and if you Man. if you do it right if you're polite if you're honest if you're truthful if they know that you're not trying to manipulate or that you're trying to screw somebody up i think people are willing to help you that's what i have always
1: found if you just be so can we tell the can truth, we get to like
2: be honest
1: the 7 degrees of kevin bacon do you think from just the 3 of us we can figure out kevin bacon cuz that would be fun Oh, you know don't. that you know that game right
2: yeah but i don't oh, yeah. know how would we
1: does he even do anything anymore
0: i, don't... I haven't seen that guy in
1: forever i hope to see yeah, him this week on sunday at commercial. like 6.30 yeah, a commercial I...
0: or something that but he'll probably
2: be in a commercial in the super bowl
1: that's what i'm hoping for best day of the year favorite mm-hmm. day of the year for me adele says uh, or... norfolk is the urban hub of the region i mean i i don't think mm-hmm. you can disagree with that i oh, know i agree absolutely not even just you just like people i don't think you could disagree yeah. i mean i have always. I
2: think that. people are starting to accept that also they're starting to realize that the urban center of this region is norfolk and i think a lot of people in virginia beach are realizing we don't want to be the urban center even though town center is very ur- it's is becoming more urban it's not very sure. urban but it's becoming more urban but i think that's about as far this side as they want to be urbanized
1: there you
2: go so yeah it'll be interesting I mean, people aren't really going up
1: they're going out you know so yeah. i mean you gotta the only places where you'll really go up is there's only two places really so
2: okay now i'm going to ask you guys a
0: question oh,
1: what
2: we call this region
0: uh, oh <laughs> uh, we, yeah we that's a popular other than and we'll get to that to our other most popular question here in a moment but uh, yeah that, that that is a big topic of debate and, and I, I just wish that we would stick to something everybody wants to be the anomaly and come up with something new but uh in this case i think that we all have to just agree on something i know we're just from our standpoint our organization is innovate hampton roads we just got to stick to something and continue to brand it and uh i mean just like tampa bay is a name yeah it's a, it's a city of tampa and then you have tampa bay so for us we're just continuing to push hampton roads uh but we've got to we just we got to work together
2: i wonder seven, if seven. hampton roads added hampton roads va if that would help
0: yeah
1: you know? i've always thought it should be norfolk virginia beach just like other metros have done things like that dallas fort worth minneapolis st paul There's several others as as, as well. I don't think personally, I don't think monikers, I think monikers are very difficult to get over. I think that's what Hampton Roads is. I know it's a body of water, you know, um, but, you know, if you look at a map, it says Norfolk. It says Virginia Beach. The MSA is Virginia Beach, Norfolk. I think Newport News. And so just playing off of that, if you're watching, you know, the Today Show every day, Al Roker is showing the city of of Norfolk on the map. Take advantage of things like that, just from a marketing free marketing perspective. That's how I've always looked at it. You got the world's largest navy base; it's called you know Naval Station Norfolk. Things like that, I think, take advantage of instead of trying to create something else. But I'm just a guy, you know, on a show, wearing a black t shirt, has no idea what he's talking about. <laughs> but hey, I feel like I got. I think there's legs to that, but whatever
0: i i don't disagree georgie what is so the the other question that is that we ask most of our guests is what is the food of hampton roads so if you have family members or close friends that are visiting the area what is the must thing or must place that they must uh, visit or partake in before they leave Oh she's struggling. She's well, <laughs> everybody struggles. Food.
2: Not food. Uh, okay. But because location. Um the waterfront in Portsmouth and then the ferry to the waterfront in Norfolk. And I see the two views from each I think yeah. that is so iconic to this area. That experience is one that is very unique.
0: I wish I, Yeah. We need to send something to whoever, I, I don't know who runs the ferry, but just the ability to use Apple Pay or Google Pay, tap and go. I, I mean, if that would be just so, right? I mean, who carries exact it's, change?
2: It's Hampton Roads, it but you can use the machines. They have the I machines know. at either end. But yeah, but you're right. And it's HRT and they are trying to improve. So that you should talk to um, to the people there
0: yeah i I, that's just like the new york city subway system you you just tap and go with your with your iphone or whatever the case is they should make it that easy it's just and i think
2: they're trying to do that for the buses so if they're trying to do that for the buses it shouldn't be a big jump to do it for the ferry
1: i I would mad about this It's great
0: well i just it's just it's just artificial barriers to 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 get it done like me i really enjoy to your point georgie i enjoy Drive into downtown Norfolk. You go to the main, have a cocktail, mm-hmm. take the ferry over to Portsmouth to go to the amphitheater, go to a concert. You come back over, I mean, and then and then have a nightcap. I mean, it's just it's it's a really really pleasant experience, and the sunset during that time is just is mm-hmm. fantastic. It's spectacular, yeah. And so again, to Zach, to your point, this leverage the strengths that we already have, uh, yeah. you know, and not add artificial barriers because we can't modernize
1: there there was something that we had uh, done uh, this probably 2014 time frame it was like the granby to high street connection is what we had called it where it was like mm-hmm. really try to like those are two really fun streets yeah that you can yeah. get into a lot of trouble with if you will and so it was maybe speeding up the ferry doing something with that it's
0: just like right. I'm surprised they don't do a, do a ferry that. to uh to the Tides games, because you know, oh, when, when they oh, have- Oh, they big... do. No, no, oh, no. They oh, they Oh, okay. They that's right. I do remember Actually,
2: yeah docks dogs at the stadium.
0: Yeah. That, that's the right.
2: one time that he changes his destination, because we've done it. It's great. You park in, you know, forcefully. You don't have to deal with traffic. Take the ferry, and then just take it right back.
0: That's right. It's I crazy. only see it on X whenever they have a- I expect a high attendance, and they, they do recommend doing that. But, you yeah.
2: Know, when I... There's a game. They will make a stop in at the
1: at the so those are crazy lines on that during that time
2: they're not crazy lines but it can get um it can get busy you can get lines when there's especially if there's events in downtown uh Norfolk a lot of people have realized that you can come park in Portsmouth and take the ferry and it's a lot saner I like the ferry yeah, yeah. I like the ferry too yeah it's great I had a friend who actually commuted from Old Town, she taught at TCC, she's no longer in the area, but she would commute by ferry.
1: Carl Glandbeast learned- used to do that. He used to park in, um, of Epic Made, a former guest of the show. He used to park, worked at Hatch, and uh, would park in Portsmouth, right as, no, I think he would drive to Portsmouth. I don't know, some, somehow get to the, the ferry, take that yeah. over, and, and do that every single day. And, but he lives in Portsmouth, and so that was always kind of like,
0: "Oh, that's cool, smart." I learned about somebody, and I don't know, I don't remember the name, but I learned of someone yesterday who commutes by jet ski. Really? Yeah. What? Is that true? You
2: Have to find a place to change. Don't you get wet in a jet ski? <laughs>
0: I think that I want to say that he might be over at the EVMS campus, uh, so so he's able to. uh, Uh, I guess dock and maybe or something. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. Pretty pretty cool way to
1: commute though.
2: Yeah, but I don't. know. I want to keep the river water on me for
0: longer than getting into a shower
1: very quickly. Doctor Milton Brown, is that who it
0: was? It may have been. I don't know. I'm not sure. But we we learned a few weeks ago that Kiara takes the she rides her scooter. So she, she takes a farrier thing. from Portsmouth to Norfolk and then scooters into uh, assembly, which is cool.
2: That's pretty cool. Yeah. What's something, uh, it's happening little by little? I'm telling you, I think it's happening.
1: <laughs> I don't like those damn scooters. I'm scared of them. But that's that's a different story. We are uh, we're,
0: we're we're working with the company uh, Warp Speed Scooters and uh, the scooters that he is putting together and selling. He's got two different models. One goes 45 miles an hour, and the other goes like 61 or 62 miles an hour. I don't know why you need to go that fast in a scooter, but you can't. That's crazy. But they got, they got big tires on them, so it's a little more stability. I passed on my opportunity to take a ride just because, you know, I was a little yeah. nervous. I'm not going to lie. Self-love.
1: Self-love. <laughs> <laughs> oh, gosh. Georgie, what's something we haven't talked about? What's something we haven't talked about that you want to talk about?
2: Um uh, I don't know. I think oh okay, I cannot talk to Zach. Sorry, Tim. I'll find something about you. No. Without we were talking about development in downtown Norfolk, and so I was wondering about an interior roller coaster in, mm. in a big building
0: just what like just like you, the, Zach? the new york new york casino in vegas uh they would don't have to do be that, that big there
1: are, there are some pretty small roller coasters now that have some pretty small footprints that can do some pretty incredible things so, so wouldn't
2: you like to do that
1: that i mean you could do it very easily on the MacArthur spot you would just have to figure out how to, how
2: That'd to be really that work man. if they can put this stupid ferris wheel that just like goes up and down they should be able to do something that's a little bit more fun yeah,
0: the express train sure. from uh from point A to point B that would be a fun uh e awesome thrill ride to the, for, for micro transportation with some drop the
1: tide the problem would be it's a single like it's a single, track. It's a single thing like you don't have an entire park there right yeah. And so there are oh, a lot oh, of urban parks, attraction right? yeah, yeah, yeah. attraction yeah
2: yeah but and you so have, you'd have, have other attractions out. and then this is like the extra
1: look i'm all about it There's, um we have a great amusement park in the bush gardens i mean it's not too far away but if we wanted to put some sort of like not like some kiddie coaster right well, that's not what i want extremely that's what george want Wait, like, and it doesn't have to be apollo's chariot but like yeah no. you know let's give us something a little uh a little wild that could be fun I like this idea um yep. it's,
0: got, it's, that, it's got wheels it's the middle is of, there uh, a uh with
2: with the roller coaster yeah
0: is is there a whole architectural firm or focus just on things like roller coasters oh, yeah. I would imagine so oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Intamin
1: yeah. Bollinger and Maubillard um, yeah. There's an entire conference called IAPA, A P A, that's in Vegas every year, where they unveil, like, all the new yeah. types of transaction, transactions. Um, attractions. attractions. Attractions, yeah. And it's pretty well attended. I mean, I, that's what I originally wanted to go to school to do, was, like, roller coaster engineering. And then, like, I took some of the classes, and I was like, peace, can't do this, <laughs> too hard. <laughs> but, you know, I was very self-aware of myself at that point, you know. But you know, things happen. Yeah. So
2: and the other thing is, I'm disappointed. At the one disappointment that I've had in this interview is to find out that Zach doesn't like science fiction books. That actually makes my heart sad. <laughs> Do you like science fiction?
0: Tim? Um. Oh, that's a no. Uh, that's a no. You know
2: the thing. I'm sad. The thing is
0: the, th- the thing that's interesting though is how much uh science fiction comes true i mean like i feel like we're today we're living from science fiction 20 years ago or 30 years ago so that part of it i think is is really fascinating stuff
2: yeah,
0: yeah. the simpsons
2: trek, early start star trek you know i remember when you know watching as a little girl start and. Um, the doors would
0: open when they went. Oh. Oh, well, now with all the uh, all the videos showing up with all the people wearing the Apple Vision Pros, I mean, it just that just <laughs> takes it one step further. Yeah.
2: yeah. No, it's yeah. Mm. Yeah. So, um, it's just, yeah.
0: Are you a fan of Bad Bunny?
2: Not really. But I okay. know. Yeah, I know. I mean,
1: one or two biggest artists in the world, you know? Yeah.
2: Yeah. I mean, I know who he is. <laughs> Can we oh, leave it at that?
1: Yeah,
2: sure. <laughs> Bad Bunny. Actually, go. I have I do have a funny story about Bad Bunny, but Well,
1: that'll Let's be for it. another day, I guess.
2: We'll do a funny story about Bad Bunny and my sister in law another time.
0: Yeah. Wow. All right. Okay. Well, the cliffhanger. Yes. Hmm. Tim, final thoughts. I, I the the episode did not disappoint. I really I learned a lot of things, which uh, makes my makes me happy. And uh, Georgie, it was a pleasure talking to you for the last sixty minutes or so. So thank you for all that you're doing for the community. and um,
2: it was a lot of fun.
0: More people need to be bullish on Portsmouth like you are, so uh, I'm looking forward to seeing that change continue. and good things ahead. That's right. Amen. Until next time, thank you for watching. Have a great
1: day. Bye-bye.